Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, hey queens. queens! Jinx. Welcome <laughs> back to the pod. Another week, another podcast episode. Welcome back, you guys. We're excited about this one. I feel like we get this question a lot. Um, yeah. So yeah, we have a good episode coming at you. I'm excited. We have good notes, and I feel like so obviously it's about tips on starting out as a creator, but I feel like these tips are relevant even if you're not starting out. But yeah. they're also good tips for people who are starting out. So I feel like it really does, you know, reach a lot of different creators in different stages. Yeah, which I think will be good. Totally agree. Okay. Any updates? Let's see. Um, Your wedding is coming up. Oh my gosh. Like yes, what? you guys. Three my weeks wedding is now? coming up. It's at the end of the month, very end. It's on the 28th. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty scary, honestly. But like everything is like set to go. So there's not really much that I need to do. Um, I'm trying to like take this month slow, do a lot of self care. I'm doing some Reiki um at my fave little place in San Diego doing my therapy all the things and we are zen af this this month okay that's the goal so that's good yeah nothing really besides that what about you any updates oh she had a whole well, car fiasco you guys um backtracking to our last episode car <laughs> literally my last influence of the week was my new car and then on tuesday when we were driving back from la my new car died at the gas station and we're both in it yep stranded at the gas pump it's fine like and it's still at the dealership so literally it'll be a week in a couple yeah i think it was a tuesday when we went yeah yeah and then this is monday so literally a week hello that's so crazy it Is was the like Jeep dealership her okay? battery died apparently so that's what must they have been said i don't know if i believe them but yeah, we'll know. get more answers but anyways i've been dealing with that so that's pretty much the only update i have because i haven't been going anywhere because i don't have a car and i'm still like talking to the dealership about getting a loaner car and it's just a whole thing so I just, like, I don't want to, like, think about this as, like, a bad, like, I don't know. I've I've had such great experiences with all my Jeeps. This is the first time that I've ever had an issue. So I'm hoping it's just a one-off, one-time, one-and-done experience and then never happens again. Yeah. And we will be on our way. Yes. And we're making Yeah, anyways, so that's... (laughs) Hopefully I'll get some updates this week. It's so weird to not have a car because I I just love driving so much. So it's weird to like not be able to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the mall really fast and like hop in a car because I don't have one. So that unfortunately is my update, sadly. (laughs) A sad update, but hopefully we'll get answers this week for you and it'll all be okay. Hopefully I'll have a better update next week. Yes. Yeah, currently I'm unwell. I'm not okay. I'm actually pretty, like, pissed off and upset at the dealership because I'm like, 
How do you sell me a car with a no, dead yeah. battery? It had 360 miles on it, you guys. What hap- What would happen if this, like, happened to us in L.A.? I like, truly don't know. This has shown me What if we were a at a gas station in Carson? <laughs> yes, because you have to pay. At the Canes. Wait. Or no, the Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. And the the craziest part is, is Alyssa didn't even get a tow truck to come. Like, none were available. And... Oh, yeah. You started calling at like 8.30-ish, 9. Yes. And so it wasn't even that late. So that's kind of like crazy slash scary. Yeah, I had to leave it overnight at the gas station. Yeah, I don't know what Which was sketchy. Do. Obviously, it was fine. And it was towed in the morning. But still, it's just not an ideal situation to be in. So I hope <laughs> no one ever has to experience yes. that. Yes. But it was fine. We're fine. But it was just kind of like a bummer for sure. Yeah. Totally. But that's okay. We don't need that energy on Monday morning. <laughs> Only good things. Let's set ourselves up for a good week. Um, yes. And manifesting all the positive energy coming in, especially with your car. Anyways, what is your yes. influence of the week? <laughs> okay. So this is definitely a little different than what I typically say, but I feel like I am entering my home inspo era. Love that. I so I've been at my place, my boyfriend owns it for, I think we've been here about three or four years now, honestly, and we definitely are planning on moving within the next year or so, but obviously with the California housing market, like everything's up in the air. So I want to make my house like more aesthetically pleasing or create more rooms or spaces where I can create content at home because when we initially moved in, we were like on a pretty tight budget. So we got our furniture from Jerome's, which is nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with Jerome's. Mm-hmm. It's just not my aesthetic anymore. And like we just have like dark gray furniture. Like the couch is dark gray. The bed frame is dark gray. And I just clearly that's like not my vibe. So mm-hmm. I'm wanting to do some major updates. I've been looking at just cute like new couches kind of like a cream color I think obviously I would love white but I have two dogs so I just don't think white is the smartest yeah so I'm gonna go with like a cream I like cream creamy vision and then getting some rugs and then yes the main thing is a new couch and a new bed frame and then getting new rugs to hopefully just lighten up the place because mm-hmm. I did have to paint all the walls white when we moved in. They were blue, green, and yellow, <laughs> which I have no idea why anyone would ever do that. But oh my gosh. yeah, so the bedroom is unfortunately still blue because we're like, oh, like let's leave it blue. Like the rest of the house is white. But I regret that decision and we're going to get it painted white soon. So love that. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just envisioning white bedroom walls with a like light colored cream bed frame with a nice light colored rug and then I can take a good mirror selfie good mirror pic yes you know what I mean just like I don't know so I'm trying to like recreate that space in our bedroom and in the living room and that'll just kind of like spice up the house give it a little bit of change too which I'm excited so if you guys know any brands that collab for that kind of stuff dm me because i don't know maybe i could do that little home collab yeah obviously down to just like buy to make it like pretty because i'm very over this dark gray yeah i'm going through the same that's going on (laughs) 
Mine is like dark so brown, excited. and so we're lightening it up as well. And you just got a new yeah. stunning mirror. <laughs> yes, got a mirror, and it's, it's huge. huge. It's four feet by seven feet, which I'm so excited about because whenever I take mirror selfies, I feel like the edges of the mirror are in the photo, but now this mirror is huge, so I will no longer have that issue. Yeah, that's and I nice. I can't wait. So that was like step one. So I got my mirror, now I just got to fix up those other spaces, and then I feel like that'll be like a good change for now. Yeah, so totally. that is my current um, influence. I've been pinning all the home, like, inspo. I've been saving people's posts, like, screenshotting links when people Love post that. their home updates. So, yeah, I'm excited, but... Anyways, I'll end my rant there. What about you? <laughs> what is your influence of the week? Okay, I was just looking at the stuff that I've been getting in slash buying lately, and I feel like I have, and I've been really liking, like, baggy t-shirt inspo, like, with low-rise um, cargo pants. I feel like it's just, like, a fun model-off-duty kind of, like, fall vibe in a way, you know, kind of just like that baggy crop with cargo pants, um, that type of thing. Just got a really nice structured t-shirt in, but it's still baggy from Source Unknown. And then Urban Outfitters has really cute ones. I just got an Ed Hardy one in. That's really cute. Um, And I definitely want to go to like a vintage store, maybe like cut one up and see how that goes. Haven't done that in like so long. But yeah, I've just been loving the baggy vibes. I feel like it goes with the cargo pants, low rise, that baggy Mm -hmm. vibes. So love a baggy t-shirt. That's really all. I feel like my my influence for the week is so much shorter, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. I think that'll be so fun for fall. I'm obviously very excited for fall, so I can't wait for our episode where we do fall trends I've been saving all the inspo for it like everything I'm so excited but that'll be another episode so stay tuned for that one because that'll be fun I'm so excited but okay diving into this week's episode tips on starting out as a creator I think it was our Q&A episode where We got a lot of questions kind of about that. So we're like, let's Mm -hmm. just make a whole episode on it since there were a lot of questions. And we kind of just made different bullet points, I guess, just kind of tips that we would share with ourselves if we were starting out as a creator now. And even just tips in general, if you're feeling a little lost or you don't really know what to do, I feel like this is kind of a good guide on the basics. And you like know, a refresher. Like going back to the basics is great. Yes, it. a good basic refresher. We love that. Mm-hmm. So let's just dive in because I feel like we have a lot of good little topics in here to hopefully help you guys out. So the first one is, I think in general, it's just so good to test and see what works best for you. I think testing is such a good thing to do. And I don't, I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Like they just do one thing and they just keep doing that and they don't test. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like I learned a lot of things when I test things. So I just like always try to give that advice, whether that's testing a different style or a different aesthetic or niche. Location. Mm -hmm. I feel like honestly, like people like to see these tests posts. And honestly, when I go into 
other people's profiles and see a post that kind of stands out from the rest. I'll, I swear to God, that one always has the most likes or like the most engagement mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, because it's fun. I don't know. I think it's fun to see a change. So it's always good to test things. I think right now this trend like a trend that I'm seeing right now is more casual, like casual Instagram. And I keep seeing that on TikTok too, but it's like those really like not <laughs> pose, just like you're at the table. Okay, this is another one. I keep seeing it. everyone is posting table pics, drinking like a cocktail, a beer or anything. Um, yeah. Like those types of like casual vibes. So I feel like I see a lot of people testing those. I see people just doing like casual, kind of just like the anti-Instagram is what I'm seeing. But it's always good to test. I think some girls does really well for and some girls like that's not what their audience wants to see. So it's always good to see. But then I think it's good to know, Mm -hmm. you know, whether people like it or they don't like it because then you know like what to do or what not to do. And it's just good to test because what may work for someone else might not work for you. And if you're just starting out and you try something that doesn't work and you just want to give up, Mm -hmm. then obviously you're not really exploring what else you could put out there. So I just think personally testing, it's kind of fun too. Like, especially if you're like in one of those Instagram slumps, I feel like that's the perfect time to test because you have nothing to lose. It's already low. You literally have nothing to lose. And that's when I test, I'll test things like a lot when that happens. And yeah, so I think that's our first point is just test and see what works best. And I feel like you could learn a lot by doing that. Yeah. Agree. 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 And then I feel like related to testing, you can also test different social media platforms, which is cool because I feel like when we started, we didn't really have that. No, it was only Instagram. That was like the only, it was Instagram and YouTube and you were either a huge YouTuber or you were on Instagram. There wasn't really like small YouTubers. I don't know. I mean, that we knew of. Right. So I feel like it's really cool to have that option now because tiktok was not a thing really when we started so Mm -hmm. i feel like there are so many tiktok creators now who probably like barely do instagram like one girl that we follow she posted today that she hit 100k on tiktok and i think she has maybe like 30 or 40k on instagram and i feel like you would never Um, know that You know what I mean? So it's like there's this whole other like TikTok world out there. So I feel like that's what's really cool is there's a lot of options nowadays. Whether you could test Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, and just kind of find out what kind of content you like to create and what content your audience is responding well to. Like if it's you know short form videos and you have a lot of fun on TikTok and that's like the vibe you like and you know, whatever, <laughs> like, yeah, I obviously don't relate to TikTok, but like, if that's your thing, then like maybe put more of your effort into TikTok because I feel like there's probably the same amount of opportunity on TikTok now at this point. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think it's a very lucrative platform and really, it's like, I think it's easier question mark to grow if you're doing it right. Growth is really quick, quicker on TikTok. If you're consistent yeah. and, you know, there's a lot of other factors involved, like, but yeah, it's a really good platform to test for sure. You should be on it. But I think it's aren't. cool just to like have that option, like 
I don't know. And like, even if you are doing Instagram, you can still do TikTok at the same time. And that could be just another platform that you're on. And I don't know. I feel like I try to do as many platforms as possible, but sometimes I feel like I am being stretched thin and it's a lot and overwhelming. But yeah, I think just figure out like which one you feel the most confident at, the best, like have the most fun with Mm -hmm. and resonate with and then make that your main platform. And then you can do the other platforms as well. But obviously you want one to be the most successful. So I feel like Instagram and TikTok are probably the two that are up there that most people do. So definitely don't forget about TikTok and explore that as an option as well if you're not seeing a ton of success on Instagram and you want to just explore a different platform. I feel like that could be something beneficial as well because again, we did not have this when we started out as Mm -hmm. creators. So you can really take advantage of that for sure. Yeah, definitely. There's also other platforms, YouTube, Pinterest, you know, those, okay, well, YouTube, that's a great one if you can build a good subscriber base, but that one is, I feel like, way longer of an investment in time and Mm -hmm. all that because I feel like with YouTube, I would say YouTube, you can make the most money, but you have the slowest growth from what I've seen. It's just a very slow ride to the top, (laughs) but really good platform to be on. I feel like it's also like a great way to show your followers more of your life. Like it's more long form content um, and you can do vlogs, like all that kind of stuff. Well, we were, remember we were talking to a brand rep and she was saying that like brands are looking into YouTube again and like really investing there. Yeah, they pay a lot for YouTube too because it is video content which is obviously very valuable but it's also like you said long form and it's permanent so Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like it's a really good investment for brands and I I do hauls on YouTube and I feel like that's where I put my like to know it links and I feel like that's where I see like a lot of sales come in yeah that's really good we've talked about this before I think but when people are on YouTube they are searching for literally a specific thing like yeah they are searching Abercrombie denim try on you know what I mean and that's like then all those videos come up and so if you've made a video like that ever then hopefully your video pops up and then it gets plays like I feel like my Abercrombie try on hauls are like the most viewed yeah interesting also when I'm on YouTube like I search if I want to buy something and there's you know Mm -hmm. I need to see more videos I'll literally search the name of that item on the website and then I'll watch a haul because the girl included the link and the name of that item. So I'll watch her like full haul just to see that link. And I have the intention of buying it. So I'll literally like just use her link. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like honestly a very good way to make some extra money while you're growing your platform or your YouTube account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Which definitely takes a long time though. I feel like that's like also the longest time investment just with filming and editing, but you know, not everyone's going to do it. So if you're doing it, then you have a higher chance of making it than everyone else who's not even trying. Okay. So I feel like the next one is building an authentic audience. And this is probably one of the most important aspects of starting out as a new creator and having that 
knowledge going in because I feel like, again, when we started out, there wasn't this knowledge that like your female to male ratio mattered and like people were just trying to grow quick and do Amazon giveaways and those big like blogger gift giveaways where you like have to follow 50 accounts to enter and then you buy your name or buy a spot in so that your name is in it like I haven't seen one of those in so (laughs) long people like made full-on businesses out of that right I wonder if they're still going like I wonder I know like it's very interesting for sure and there was like obviously the engagement pods Mm -hmm. and what was the app that people would use do you remember telegram do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. Yeah, Telegram. There was like a separate app where people would have like where people would like post their links and then yeah, and then you have to like make sure you engage on like 10 posts before you post yours. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh like, my gosh. There's a, a whole thing. a whole thing. Wow. But yeah, that's not a thing anymore and I feel like Instagram can track yeah. where uh-huh things are coming from. Links are going. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so definitely I think building an authentic audience is so important and it's important to focus who you currently have. Like you don't want to lose out on the audience that you've built because you're trying to just focus on getting new followers. You obviously want to foster your current community while growing and yeah, that sounds hard and it is, but you know, making sure you're tending to the needs of your audience and what I mean by that is like if you know, people are DMing you and asking for links, making sure you're responding to them, engaging with them, engaging on your comments under your post, Mm -hmm. and then maybe engaging on their feed too. Like, things like that, I just feel like are so important and go a really long way. And I know we literally still try to do that. It it obviously gets a lot. We try so hard and I, you know, I try and sometimes I don't get to it or I can't get to everyone, but I... I know we absolutely try our best to, if not respond to 100%. it, like go to other people's profile. I as get, well. I'll get messages from people saying like how much it meant also to them that like, or they get like so excited. Like you never know yes. who is commenting and like they don't think you're going to comment back or whatever, or like comment on your profile back. And I feel like when I do that, people are so like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, your comment meant a lot to me like I love how you care about your audience and something like that and I just think Mm -hmm. it goes a long way so if you can share the love back I'm I just feel like I'm so appreciative of everyone who consistently comments so quickly on my posts like truly I know who you guys are and it's like like a lot of it literally it's a lot of the girls the same girls every day who show up and support yeah yeah. and like you have to show the love back and like I want to show the love back because it's like wow you are literally such a supportive queen like thank you and that's how you build relationships because I feel like there's um a few people that I've just been like got really close to I feel like just on dms like we have like very similar interests and it's like really cool and I wouldn't have like known that if I wasn't engaging back on their profile and then it became like a friendship and you know I think it's just Mm -hmm. so important like just make sure you are engaging with your audience it's so important to like focus on your audience and not just like attracting a new one I really want to emphasize that like a lot of people 
talk about how much time they set aside to engage and obviously it is good to try to do that so again like we said we'll post a photo and then when people comment on it we'll respond to the comment under our photo and then we will also click that person's profile and go to their most recent photo and try to comment on theirs as well Mm -hmm. and yeah like you said I think people really appreciate it and I think that's how you really foster and build trust in a community who will stick with you for the long haul and I think that's so so important um and then another thing that is also very important I this is something I wish I knew from the beginning I wish someone told me this um is to remove bots and creepy men like Mm -hmm. it's not worth it they're not worth your audience like in the long run it'll make things a lot more difficult and I feel like it's so important now especially with reels and going viral I feel like unfortunately sometimes Instagram shows your reels to the completely wrong audience for whatever reason it makes no sense but yeah so if it gets shown to the wrong audience and it like happens on videos that are like showing a really cute pair of shoes you know you get the weird creepy men who are into feet and then it just literally will skew your demographics so badly so I wish someone told me that to remove bots and creepy men immediately and Mm. because I feel like there was a point in time where I didn't love where my ratio was sitting and I've worked really hard over the past I want to say two years getting it to where it is now and I feel a lot better about it but it's scary like deleting I would have done that like you think you're losing like want that number yeah yeah but it's more important to have engaged people yeah and And it helps (laughs) yeah it helps anyway because you have to think about brands like they are going to want to work with creators who can potentially drive sales and if your ratio is at 50 percent men then you know technically your content is being seen by men and brands don't really love that especially if it's you know fashion or product that's for women I don't know it's definitely it's so worth it to remove it I know when we were on our Paris trip some girls were like oh I don't know if I should do it like we're like just do it because Mm -hmm. if you don't know the way that the algorithm works is that basically when you post to Instagram Instagram shows your posts to a small percentage of your audience and based on how those people engage or respond to the content is how much they'll keep pushing your content so say if you have a lot of men or bots following you and instagram is showing it your content to them they're obviously not engaging because they're not real so then instagram thinks that people aren't engaging on your content or that people don't want to see it so they don't Mm. push it more whereas like if you had mostly a female audience who likes your fashion posts when you post it and they're engaging on it they're liking they're saving they're commenting instagram's like oh wow people really want to see this like we're going to keep pushing it because it's getting a lot of traction and response so that's how i think of it and i always remind myself like i will go through my followers just do a quick scroll if i see a mail or a bot or spam or whatever i just remove it and then that way i it's like they weren't ever there you know, like they weren't ever a part of that number. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's yeah. just kind of my mindset on it. But yeah, I, it's yeah. important to have that good ratio. And especially with location as well. Um, this 
these are things that brands consider before working with you. Mm-hmm. It's very important to them because Good they point. obviously want to know that you have your their target audience and a buying yeah a buying target audience who are going to actually purchase like what you're talking about so keep that in mind that's way more important than how many followers you have for your business and I think too people are like oh do brands even care like does it even matter it just seems like brands work with people with good engagement and I feel like it will get to a point like if this is your long-term plan and your goal is like obviously when you're in the hundreds of thousands of followers and brands are shelling out thousands of dollars for a post they want to make sure they're getting you know what they're paying for so absolutely it matters and it'll just make your life so much easier if you start focusing on it now as opposed to like waiting till you get to a certain point and then being like oh I should focus on my, I need to fix my ratio. Oh, my ratio's off. Like the sooner you focus on it and fix it and get it to a good place, the better off you're going to be long-term. Yeah. And that is probably the one thing I wish someone told me. Yeah. No one was talking about that. But also I feel like it became more of an issue. Like, I don't know. I don't really remember there being like such sketchy people oh 100 like, like there's the definitely time. been like more bots mm-hmm. but like i feel like i started my instagram account as like a beachy boho account so obviously i was like at the beach and i'd be like wearing a bikini and i wasn't posting like anything provocative or like my butt wasn't like fully out or anything but yeah. it just unfortunately draws that kind of unwanted audience but if you don't know then you're just like not checking and you're probably just not aware and then when you get that first brand that asks you like oh what's your female ratio and you send it to them and they're like oh yeah unfortunately we only work with creators at this ratio you're like oh shoot like oh no what do I do so honestly just tackle it now deal with it now it'll make your life so much easier so that is just our tip to literally anybody not even new people yeah literally everyone and also of course never buy followers ever 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 and everyone can tell when (laughs) you you guys it is it's so obvious like it is so so obvious but you might think people aren't gonna notice and people aren't watching but they are and there are apps that show like numbers and stuff and you can very much tell when someone jumps a very high number overnight like it's With just no, it is like, so obvious yeah yeah it's just not it's not worth it and again it goes back to the whole algorithm thing where if you're buying bots and fake followers then when your content is being pushed out it's not oh this goes for likes with. as well by the way you're so right like don't buy likes it's not just followers it's also likes because first off I am going to assume that Instagram is smart enough like as a platform to see where these people are coming from if they're you know if your reach is not matching up if that makes sense um so right like we've seen where like this one girl has like a reel let's say and the reel had 50,000 views which is like standard but then like 30,000 likes no 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 like no it was like it's like 30,000 views but then like 50,000 likes like the likes were more than the views yeah 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 
which doesn't yes. make sense okay, yes. in any capacity. Because yeah, you're right. How can the views so be we saw that? less than yeah. the likes? And we're like, what is going on? Yes. It's really confusing. I don't know. I just feel like the math ain't mathing, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Just those two things. It's never it's going never to work worth out it. in the long run. It's honestly risking your account. I feel like yeah, I feel like you can flag those kind of things, and you mm-hmm. can, ugh, scary, scary. Right, <laughs> we're not trying to do that. Okay, I can't. Instagram, by the way, flags the most random <laughs> stuff like against the community guidelines. I got flagged. Did you get flagged for saying I got a? I got flagged because I commented. I'm not even kidding. I will send you the screenshot. I commented back saying you are hard eyes to a comment, and it got flagged. And, like, I got this pop-up. I'm not kidding. I'm going to send you a screenshot. Like, so random. And, like... What was the reasoning? It said that my comment was going against community guidelines. And I literally just said, you are heart eyes. And I went back. And I got flagged for my bachelorette video. I think because, like, my butt was in it. Like, when I was dancing on the boat. But I'm like, there are there people is out so here. so much worse I know, on I'm Instagram. I'm just like really confused. Then your innocent little white butt. Like, I barely have a butt. So I don't know what they're finding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. That was kind of like a side note because. You're like, wow, I'm Instagram, so I'm confused. so flattered you think I have a butt. <laughs> like, I have the most <laughs> random flags. And I don't know. It's so weird. So, anyways, yeah. I'm just, like, saying if they're flagging these smallest things, like, I can't imagine, yeah. like, the actual yeah. sketchy things. I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah. Okay. Good point. <laughs> that's, that's and I that. think, too, like, Instagram tracks, like, your flags and all that stuff. So, if it gets to be, like, too many for all the wrong reasons, make sure you appeal whatever Dude, happens. I didn't even realize. So that realize, they, like, take it away. I didn't realize that you could do that. Like, I was getting the notification. I need to show you. I literally can't do my freaking reels monetization this month because I have three flags on random shit. (laughs) And I appealed them all, but I, like, didn't realize, yeah, there's another tip for beginners. If you get flagged for no reason, aka for me, commenting back to someone, you are hard eyes, um, appeal it immediately so it doesn't stack up. I'm just so confused. I kind of blocked that out of my head before starting this because <laughs> I was pissed. Oh, my God. So, yeah, they really out here flagging. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. So take notes on that, guys. And that's why it's just so important to have an authentic audience and mm-hmm. not do those things that we said not to do because you'll just get into a sticky situation and you of course, you don't want it to come back and bite you in the butt, like, down the road when your account is bigger and you've put more work yeah. into it and effort and all that. So, moving on to the next section is pitch brands you want to work with. I think a lot of people kind of sit there and wait for brands to email them or they're like, oh, well, I don't know when I should pitch someone. I feel like, honestly, when you feel ready email and pitch the brand like it doesn't hurt it's good practice 
and I feel like it obviously there's a bunch of things that go into it like it has to be a brand that's very similar to you whether it's aesthetic or audience and Mm -hmm. you know what can you provide the brand if you all do have a smaller following are you offering content creation um save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Just things like that. Like, I feel like for each of these topics, we literally have specific episodes for this. So we have a podcast episode on how to pitch brands, essentially. So if you're wanting more of a deep dive into that, definitely listen to that episode because it's really good. But basically, I feel like I wish someone told me when I was starting out to pitch brands. And especially now, too. I feel like brands are so much more open to smaller creators, yeah, I feel like it then they were really we intimidating at first, but just yeah, put into perspective like everyone is pitching. Like it's a very normal part of this entire industry. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just send out pitches. And I feel like we used to think that you needed this like specific template with this specific magic like num- formula, like a magic number following. Yeah, and just, like, all these different things of what to say in the pitch email, but it can be so short and straight to the point, and honestly, they probably prefer that. I think we have an episode fully on pitching, so if you want mm-hmm. more of a deep dive on that, definitely look um, and find mm-hmm. that episode. Obviously, yeah, pitching, I, uh, it's just, like, a whole other thing. So, yeah, we have another episode on that. Go listen to that, but at the end of the day, you might as well pitch brands. They're so much more open now to all different types of creators. Whereas I feel like when we were starting, like brands only paid girls with 50K or more. Yeah. Like that was the mindset. So like we wouldn't even pitch brands because we're like, oh, well, they don't even pay girls under 50K. So what's the point? But now the industry is always changing. And I personally feel like it's improving in a lot of ways. So for girls to have 5k who are making really good money off instagram and all these other platforms as well like it's totally doable and yeah so don't sit back and wait make sure you are pitching so next one is it's okay to accept gifting if it aligns with your brand i feel like sometimes when we talk about doing paid collaborations and not taking gifting that people might get a little confused but I feel like it's totally okay to start off brand relationships with gifting I feel like we still do that to this day yeah you just have to like gauge like what the brand is asking if you know if it's a brand like a big fashion brand and you know you can clearly tell not everyone's getting paid totally fine to start it off yeah Mm -hmm. even if it's a small brand like if it's a brand that really aligns or like with your, small businesses mm-hmm, if they align with your aesthetic and who you are I think it's really smart and also obviously not everyone has the money to just be like buying things all the time in this industry and it gets really it gets a lot so 
I think gifting can be good in certain situations. Obviously, you don't owe the brand anything, so just make sure they're not trying to take mm-hmm. advantage of you. But yeah, definitely okay to get gifting. It also helps you create more content, especially when you're starting out. Yeah, and you. I feel like you can always ask for a discount code too and then you could potentially show the brands that you can drive sales and Mm -hmm. show them you know your worth or if you create content with their clothing that they want to repost then obviously they like the content that you're creating and that also opens the door for a potential collaboration as well so I feel like there's a lot of opportunity and it's a good way to start the relationship and show the brand you care because I feel like I don't think this happens that much anymore but I definitely feel like there was a period where everyone was saying yes to everything like I don't really know how to explain it but like everyone is getting gifted everything like everyone was like you would just say yes to every opportunity like no matter what and now I feel like people are a lot more selective and we know our again, word like we said with gift yeah exactly and like I just feel like you can tell if the brand is sketchy and they just want like content out of you in exchange for the gifting but if the brands approach you or you approach a brand about gifting and you're like hey I really love your brand I feel like we really align I would love to start you know building a relationship and partnership with you guys by doing you know gifting like would you guys be open to that I think brands are really respectful of that and then obviously you don't want them to expect anything of you so if brands are pitching you and they're saying yes we'll gift you in exchange for a post you know politely explaining to them like although you do appreciate the gifting you don't do required posting if it is gifted Mm -hmm. and there is no payment involved and I feel like most of the time they will understand but then also that gives you a good opportunity to potentially share an unboxing um like posting it on your stories or maybe if you do end up wearing the item or styling it because you like it then you tag the brand with other tags in the post so it's not like it's a dedicated post but you're still in a way showing love to the brand because I feel like a lot of brands use back-end software and they you can see who's tagging who so they'll get those notifications that you're potentially tagging them whether that's on your stories or in the post and then I feel like that opens the door for opportunities Mm -hmm. so I feel like gifting is a good way as long as there's a mutual understanding of what the expectation is and that you genuinely like the brand like I don't think you should accept gifting just to accept it or just to receive something like definitely make sure you would use and or wear the products for sure yeah it also helps save the planet (laughs) you know like when there's not so much waste there's a lot of waste in PR so Mm -hmm. I think we are really picky choosy with what we say yes to um yeah I really don't like when brands just send things without asking first or like PR companies do that because if you're not Mm going to use it like it's just wasteful so just keep that in mind of course and I feel like we try our best to you know recycle the packaging or you know gifting items to people who you know might not have access to it or you know donating clothes I don't know there's a lot of ways to like try to improve it but I do think 
sometimes to PR companies, I will definitely say like, thank you so much for reaching out. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Like if I know I'm like not going to use the product, I'm just, I would tell them like, you know, I'm really cutting back on accepting gifting right now. Like I really am trying to reduce waste or what I'm bringing in. So like at this time I'm going to pass on this opportunity would, but would love to be, you know, considered for your next round or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say. But yeah, I think you're so right. There's a lot of waste or like, when brands let you pick items that you want as opposed to just randomly sending them because then obviously when you get to pick then you're picking selects that you're actually going to use or wear as opposed to a brand being like we'd love to send you something what's your address and you're like well yeah no I never what are you sending I can't do that I hate when they do that because I get it it's sweet and like maybe they look at your profile and see your style but like that's just no like you need to pick yeah you know I don't like when brands do that I also think like, that they cho- try to choose things that they're like good like they need to like get get rid of or something Mm-hmm. yeah so anyways gifting is fine as long as it's mutually beneficial and you're not being required to really do anything and that you're genuinely interested in the brand and you plan on showing them some love I feel like it's totally okay and a very very good place to start and I feel like we've definitely gotten some opportunities from that so yeah for sure definitely recommend that definitely gotten opportunities from it okay next one is don't let people tell you the industry is oversaturated. I feel like, yes, there may be more people, but there are also way more opportunities than what there used to be. Like when we started, I feel like there were a lot of brands who were not into influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like almost every brand we know is kind of in it. Yeah. When people say it's oversaturated, I feel like the oversaturated is applying to that basic profile where you don't show like any of your personality and you're kind of just like blending yeah. in. I feel like that's oversaturated, but like where you're going to stand out is like you really need to put your your entire being into like what you're showing people like talk about things you like show people what you like have a unique style that isn't like you know everyone else if that makes sense um just like yeah to put a twist on it but the industry is for sure not oversaturated people are popping up left and right I swear to god and I just love because I feel like people are really leaning into showing their like unique selves and I love seeing that I think everyone yeah. does too. That really grabs people's eyes. So I think starting out, obviously everyone is learning, but I think how you really grow is when you put your unique self into it. But yeah, it's definitely not oversaturated. People come in and out. People come in all the time. All the time. <laughs> blow up, make it huge. Yep. You know? Yeah. So it can happen to anyone. And I think too, I feel like we've kind of gotten to really good places where we both have our very individual, unique style, whether that comes to like the aesthetic, like our outfits, mm-hmm. how we edit. Like, I feel like people follow us and engage with our accounts specifically because of the specific content we're posting. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not like, obviously, like, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I feel like we are very unique with our edits and people yeah. like that. I think or like, like they know what to come 
to our profiles for. Right. I think if, if you if you were to ask someone to describe your style and if you think that they couldn't be able to do that, then I feel like you should strategize how you could have someone describe your style just by looking at your profile, if that makes sense. Because I remember asking myself that a few years ago and I was like, I don't know like how people would describe my style because this was at a point where like I thought it was trendy, but like it was really basic like and that's fine. (laughs) But I really wasn't like buying. I was just buying what I saw other people doing or what I thought was like considered cute, but it wasn't like fully my style. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but I feel like I didn't really have like a distinct style. I wasn't like putting a hundred percent of my true self in it. So just look at your profile. But now when people look at your profile, they like know who you are. They know what you post. And I feel like we've really kind of, I don't know why I cannot think of words today, but That's I feel okay. like we really kind I feel of like nailed you, down your brand. Our like we have a brand. Like yeah. we truly finally have a brand. I remember thinking about mm-hmm. what's my brand. Like I thought I had a brand a year or two ago and I just did not at all. And I was <laughs> I just same and that's fine but like you figure it out and it's taken us um a long time a good amount of years you guys like I didn't even like and it's like you change style changes yeah dude my New York fashion week I was even thinking about it New York fashion week last year I was still like I didn't even like know my style like I was like wearing red black blue like I would never nothing wrong with those colors but it that's like truly not like my style and I'm just like confused so truly found my style like within Uh, the year like literally for me believe it or not last year like summertime I was full on posting yes we were so different a year ago and I just don't see like our current how you change in a year yeah yeah exactly that's what I'm trying to say like we've Uh finally kind of found like our niche like our specific brand that like we're both very happy with and that we love posting and that our that's the audience we're drawing in and we've like finally gotten to a place where like we're like this is it like Mm -hmm. this is us after yes. years of like yes. style like, changes it finally like, aesthetic clicks. changes edit changes exactly <laughs> like we finally like feel good like I never I truly never understood when people were like so particular about what they were po- posting in and like what pieces they would buy because it wasn't their brand and I never really understood that until now and it just all clicks yeah. it really does because it's also like your true style and like it's I don't know it's like your brand like you want to say true to brand so yeah and it's like what you feel the best in it's what makes you happy it's what you feel confident in so I feel like when you get there and I feel like it could take some longer than other but once you get there you'll know really good feeling because you're Mm -hmm. so like happy and I remember like my sunset content last summer would pop off and do so well but like deep down I was like not loving it Mm -hmm. and I didn't know why and then finally I removed all color (laughs) from from my wardrobe and I was like so happy it was like a sigh of relief I was like oh this feels so good so I kind of like it took a while to get there but I did it and now I'm so happy so yeah yeah (laughs) me me with pink and color (laughs) okay tangent but an important I really hope my airpods next one is Okay, next one. Yeah, okay, let's keep <laughs> keep moving. Okay, consistency on social media platforms. 
we talk about this all the time as well Mm -hmm. figure out what you can handle and stick with it like consistency is so key whether that's posting three times a week twice a week every weekday whatever consistency means to you that could even be like reels on the weekend like that specific that's what I do yeah and like days like like be as consistent to the detail as possible so if you post monday wednesday friday post monday wednesday friday every week don't post monday wednesday friday one week and then wednesday thursday friday at one week like make it as consistent and detailed as possible and i feel like you will have more success that way i don't know why it's like that it just i heard it's the algorithm learning like um yeah i heard habits yeah like when you post at say you're posting 9 a.m monday wednesday friday if you're posting like and then one day or one week you switch it up the algorithm only knows how your post perform like if you post at like 12 p.m instead of 9 a.m that and it's not performing as well it's going to compare it to the nine okay this is probably all myth honestly i'm not even going to say this because who knows that this is true this is from tiktok that i've learned from like quote-unquote experts but this is what they're saying um so who knows that it's true but I'm sure I don't in trust some people on in TikTok. some aspect I'm sure like the algorithm like yeah. learning is a is a key factor. So we'll just leave it at that. Yes. With the consistency. Cuz sometimes I totally see that if I have to post a reel in the morning cuz it's a sponsored reel and typically I post reels at night and mm-hmm. photo in the morning, I feel like that reel doesn't do as well as my reels at night because the Instagram the algorithm is like what's going on? What just yeah. happened? Or even your audience is like, what's going on? What's happening? Because they're not used to seeing that. So totally both as consistent as possible is key, like down to the time when you post and the day and the type of content, Mm -hmm. The, the more specific and consistent you can be, the better. So keep that in mind. And then that also relates to quality over quantity focusing on high quality content making sure you have good lighting it's not blurry clean backgrounds behind you wipe your Mm -hmm. camera lens off i can tell when people post photos and they didn't wipe their camera lens yes i've done that before Um, and i'm like so upset because you don't even notice that it's dirty sometimes and then afterwards when you're comparing different photos you're like oh my god i'm an idiot but it's fine I it feel does like make I a kind difference of just like it's like habit run. for me to like now I do literally now I do because like every single time even yeah. if I'm taking a story I'm I'm wiping that lens off because it's happened to yeah. me before it's like little things like that definitely matter and I feel like the end goal is you want brands to want to repost you so if you're creating that kind of content when brands reach out to repost you that's when you can start the brand partnership the collaboration get paid content creation whatever it is like that's when I feel like all the doors open. So quality is so, so important over the Mm -hmm. quantity. And we've talked about how we will not post certain photos if we don't feel like it's at our standard of quality that we would post. Yeah. We'll just like scratch, scratch a shoe and that's way better than even forcing something or putting something out that we're not totally proud of Mm -hmm. and then like feeling weird about it after. Yeah. So quality um next thing is batching content i feel like this is super helpful especially if you have a full-time job that you go to during the week shooting multiple looks at a time is so efficient i'm pretty sure we have a whole podcast on how we shoot i think think we we went real detailed 
Okay. We definitely do, you guys. And I know the word shoot is in the title. So just like search for that. Search. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, we definitely do have a full freaking episode on this. If you would like us to deep dive, this helps a ton though. It really helps with consistency. So, um, mm-hmm. I for sure recommend it. We were honestly just talking about this. It really helps because like, especially if you're shooting like three to four looks at a time, you have the ability to plan more and you can really stay consistent and not like freak out, stress yourself out. If you're not able to shoot more outfits to keep up with the consistency that you have. Or say if like something comes up and like you don't have time to shoot that day and then you don't have anything to post because if you're just shooting the day before you post, I don't know. That would stress stress me out personally. Yeah. (laughs) It just helps. So I think it is good. Mm-hmm. yeah and then it's like you're in the zone you're like ready to work like sh- just get a couple outfits done and I feel like it's so much better because like what if one day you're just like not feeling it which totally and that happens. happens for sure mm-hmm. but then you can t- I feel like telling your you photo always that, have like, it on deck. In it's it like working it. out like sometimes it's like you really don't want to do it it's going to take a long time like you have to prep but then afterwards you're like and it's oh not my your God, best I'm work so glad I shot <laughs> yeah yeah We've definitely had those kind of days too. And then also finding locations that do well for you and keeping them in the rotation. I feel like that makes things a lot easier too. So we obviously have our location in San Diego that we shoot at, the Guild Hotel, and we can shoot like like probably four to five different outfits in that one area. Like it's crazy. Like we really use all the different angles, all the different walls, the stairs, like mm-hmm. everything. And then we shoot at the row in downtown LA and we have our spots there. There's probably like four to five we could shoot there as well. And we really like make a day out of it. We batch the content. That way we have a lot to work with, different backgrounds, and it yeah. kind of like pulls the feet together because it's like same locations but different but consistent. So Hopefully that makes sense, but batching content will definitely save you time, and I know I don't like putting on makeup every single day and, like, doing my hair every single day, so I like to give my skin a break, so I think that's just a really good tip is batching as much content as possible, and then, let's see, next one, I feel like you kind of talked about this, but niching down. Oh, yeah, we kind of talked about it. Yeah, niche down. If you guys down. don't know what that means, go ahead. Um, okay, there's different niches on Instagram. Obviously, as you guys know, there's like the fashion girlies, the wellness girlies. We've talked about this before. There's a ton of different niches like wellness. Um, oh, I just said that. Um, like gym, beauty, food, whatever. You want to make sure that you are very clearly in your niche, and if you mm-hmm. Can if you can't ask someone like to describe your profile in three words, I would say, or like your style and like your niche, your aesthetic, like I think I think that's a good thing to do because if they can't do that, then I think you maybe like re strategize a little bit just to make sure you mm-hmm. are in a niche. And I know like pe- some people are against like the whole niching down thing, but I think it's very beneficial even if you have like especially two. starting too. Yeah. yeah, like you could be fashion and beauty, fashion and wellness, but like maybe mm-hmm. fashion and beauty more so, but <laughs> you can do both. It's just there are some niches that don't make sense together and there's some niches that make a lot of sense together. Like 
um, beauty and like cooking I feel like would not really make sense you know right so things that make sense and that are actually true to you you know that are very authentically yeah I feel like you yeah doing too much at the beginning can cause confusion with your audience and that's when you're Mm -hmm. trying to build and I feel like obviously once you've established that audience and they are sticking around they like you for you your personality that's when you can kind of branch out into more things yeah introduce more things but until then you want to make sure your audience knows exactly what they're getting when they come to your profile they don't want to be surprised if you're a fashion and beauty influencer and all of a sudden you post a recipe they're going to be very confused and maybe they don't want cooking like advice stories now they're gonna fine by the way but like as a feed post yeah 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 is what we're saying true 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 or even highlights things like that showing more lifestyle but yeah on the feed you want to make sure your audience knows what they're getting because that's how the why they'll stick around but Mm -hmm. anyways next one is multiple streams of income we definitely have a podcast episode on this if you want to yes, do this earlier full time mm-hmm. it's like one of our like pretty early ones a, right yeah and there's it's a very highly viewed one it's pretty early down but i think it's literally called multiple streams okay. of income so look out yeah. for that title but yeah we literally I it's think a good way 10 to 10 just... ways that anyone could do 10 different yeah. streams of income sorry that's what i meant yeah, so it's like if you're trying to make this work, you're trying to hustle, you want to make this your full-time, but you don't really know how having multiple streams of income is super helpful, just some off the top of our head, obviously, is doing collaborations with brands, and then you have the opportunity to do content creation as well. You can do affiliate sales is another big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's Selling a lot clothes, of different things yeah, you can there's do. Yeah, so much, like even down we to do helping other businesses social media so yep. yeah that's something that will help you get full-time with you know starting out or even just like make extra money on the side to keep doing this mm-hmm. um if that's something you need so yeah yeah and then another thing I think is so important to remember when you're starting out is there's definitely going to be highs and lows and whether it's the algorithm or just engagement, there's going to be those ups and downs. And if you love it, you know, stick with it. It always gets better. We talk about this a lot. Like if like you're just going to have bad engagement sometimes. It is what it is. It's inevitable. Really, like, it's truly inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> Happens to everybody. Reflect. Make the some first changes. Time, test yes. some things. The first time it happens, it's, like, soul-crushing. You, like, think it's all over. Like, okay, wow, we're really going down here. Like, guess it's time to go back to doing whatever I was doing before this. No, you have to stick it out. And I swear, like, you're going to go down. You're going to go up. And sometimes it lasts longer than other times. But just know that it's temporary and it'll be fine. Like, you're going to get through whatever you're going through. And you're not alone. Literally everyone goes through it. It happens. Like take it as a time to learn, look at your analytics, see what's performing well, see what's not and do more obviously of what is doing well and less of what's not and just kind of, you know, figure out your strategy from there. And again, it's a good time to test certain things as well. So Mm -hmm. I feel like use it as an opportunity to learn as opposed to kind of being like sad and upset about it. Like 
it'll it'll get better so don't <laughs> it'll be don't okay. stay down and by the way if instagram um, is like changing things up that's usually when engagement like, oh yeah starts like being funky so the board keep that in mind like when changes and updates come engagement and it, the algorithm changes like in some weird ways mm-hmm. so it's usually mm-hmm. temporary actually it is temporary yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> okay next thing is a very very important one i feel like this is one of my favorite tips on here because i feel like it's made the most impact um for me and for you because we met in real life from an instagram event meet people irl if you can you guys meet people in your area yes meet bloggers go to events area go to events even if you have to like i don't know i don't know if there's i obviously know there's not a lot of events if any like in the midwest area so if you can make a trip to la it's um swarming with bloggers and you will absolutely meet people reach out to people and you know if you can make that happen if not totally fine to just like dm people that's like the same you know like dm people Mm -hmm. get to know people but we're saying irl because it kind of helps build your confidence you can shoot with them batch your content you have like an instagram buddy you can um Mm -hmm. like go to events and um like big things like New York Fashion Week with these people like you can travel with them you can do so much that you probably wouldn't be doing alone you know or like with your boyfriend or girlfriend it's so different than doing it with someone who's in the industry it's mutually beneficial you can network together there's just like ugh, I feel like it's just made the biggest impact honestly I never would have thought well yeah and it makes experiences so much better and like meet I feel like-minded like honestly people. exactly I feel like honestly like I feel like if I didn't have Instagram <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't have that many friends just because I moved to San Diego after college and I feel like it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to make friends as an adult and so making yeah, friends like with people life who hack. have a very similar interest as you is super helpful yeah, and it's then like obviously the you guys have something in common Mm-hmm. yeah and you guys can chase your goals and dreams together again like you said travel do things events you, you kind of just like have a buddy which is so nice so yeah I think it's one of the top things to try to do if you can if there are bloggers in your area it's just like meet up there probably are look up hashtags I would <laughs> I would say if you don't know where to yeah. start look through like yeah, locations definitely. in your area and see like who's posting yeah. there that type of thing Cause like you can find them, but, and it's scary at first, just like networking. Like it's scary, but like, Mm -hmm. trust me, these girls or whoever, they want to meet you just as bad. They're just nervous too. So just Mm -hmm. get, get out of your comfort zone and message the message, the girl or the boy or whoever it is, you know, it's me. It'll make a huge difference. Just do it. And, like, the worst thing that'll happen is, like, you guys won't meet up, and that's fine. And that's fine. It'll be someone else. At least you tried. Yeah. So just putting yourself out there, I feel like, is a big thing in this industry. And just to finish off this episode, I feel like 
there are so many opportunities in this industry if this is something you truly want to pursue and I feel like I had no idea these things existed when I first started no. so just knowing that you can go on brand trips you can get collaborations with dream brands brands that maybe you shopped at in high school and college like now these brands want to work with you for content it's such a crazy and surreal yeah. feeling even getting gifting from brands is still like pretty crazy like getting in certain like pr boxes i'm just like wow that's so cool mm -hmm. and then just like the networking and different kind of events like we said new york fashion week that's coming up like to go with like a group or people you know it just makes that experience so fun and less intimidating yes blogger trips like the trips we're hosting mm -hmm. to france and italy next year like meeting shameless plug link other in people. bio <laughs> i mean link in the literally show meeting notes. other people like we see the girls who went on our last trip hanging out together and it just makes our hearts so happy yes. that they were able to meet through the trip and now they're friends in real yeah, life honestly, that's a great way to meet people yeah and then just like even having potential brand edits i don't know there are just so many opportunities out there it's so crazy because when we started we did not expect i feel like any of this stuff to happen i don't know what i expected this, this but stuff I like wasn't a thing this. the industry has evolved so much and it's different every single year i feel like yeah so i don't even know what it's gonna be like next year but it's always evolving. It's always good to like yeah. get your feet in now if you haven't already or if, or if you're worried, this is your sign. I'm talking to you. This is your sign that yeah. you've been looking for. <laughs> like it is not too late to start out as a creator. There are still so many opportunities. There, there will be opportunities. Like it's just a growing industry. So you, if you're wanting to join it, definitely join it. If you're just starting out, hopefully these tips help you. And if you've been in the industry, hopefully this was a good refresher of the basics. And if you're feeling a little stuck, maybe some of these things helped you out. But if you guys made it to the end of this episode, we always appreciate you guys so yeah. much. It definitely is a little bit of a longer episode, but we wanted to share all these tips and tricks with you guys because... This would have been so helpful to have when we started out and we just didn't have this. So yeah. we wanted to share all the tea with Spend you guys and hopefully make your transition into this a little easier than ours was. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were a point little a lost. To point B you know? way faster. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you guys. And then do you want to share our yes. listener of the week this week? Yes, we have a stunning listener of the week. Her name is Allegra Musa. I think that's how you say it. It's at A-L-L-E-G-R-A, -L -L -E Allegra, and then M-O-U-S-A-W. She is such a sweet listener. She DMs us. She DMs the account. She told me that she binged all of our episodes at work, and she's just so sweet. <laughs> Love so, that. So, so cute. Response to my... Um, <laughs> stories was super sweet because I got a hate message for you guys oh my god I should have shared okay I'll share this next Ooh, time story like time next time crazy. Yeah. yeah but she was so sweet about it just ugh, we love a supportive queen thank you for listening Allegra you are thank you amazing so much Allegra and so sweet. yes we and really appreciate you guys you. for making it to the end of this episode we love you guys and love the support and obviously try to give it back as much as we can as well mm -hmm. as always we have our facebook group it is popping right now with new york fashion week talk people oh my gosh, are yes, planning things you guys so if that. you need 
to get some tea need help planning like join our facebook group get in on these groups like they are making things happen and then obviously we also have our trips coming up next year you guys can sign up for we have france in june and italy in september yeah yes so you guys are interested look at our links to learn more about that but i think that's pretty much it we hope you guys have an amazing week this week manifesting good energy because i need all the good energy i can get Um, and yeah we have some really fun topics coming up so stay tuned for those and we will talk to you guys in the next episode have a great week bye guys Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.